Welcome back to the Ice Bath Sports Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Griff. He's back, ladies back. and gentlemen. I'm back. Mostly gentlemen. I think it's 92% <laughs> gentlemen. Something like that. Yeah. Um, we had a, a, a interesting week nine. Um, you know, we saw the after effects of the trade deadline. Yeah. Uh, especially with that Minnesota game. Josh Dobbs came out. He balled out. Um, it was nuts. Yeah. I mean, do, do you think he's legit? I do. I mean... There's not many guys that could go out there after what he practiced once, I think it was, maybe twice. Yeah. He had never taken a snap with Garrett Bradbury. Um, they were learning his cadence on the on the uh, sidelines right before he went out. I mean, there's not there's not many guys in the league that can go out there and do that. Um, to come in and lead the team from behind, ball out, had three total touchdowns, was the team's leading rusher. Um He's he's got it. Yeah. Um. I mean, another case of somebody that you know wasn't really that great early on in his career, but just took a while to develop, like Geno Smith. Yeah. Um. And now that he's uh, you know a, a seasoned veteran, he's uh, starting to show out a little bit. So he came in after Jaron Hall at the game with the concussion. Uh, I don't know if you saw that hit. It was, yeah, it, was it was a pretty hard hit. Yeah. Um. Uh, he was just traded to Minnesota on Tuesday. I literally had recorded the podcast last week and right after i posted it the news came out that minnesota traded for josh jobs from arizona um so like you said he had less than a week to learn the playbook um he ended up going 20 to 30 158 yards and two touchdowns passing and seven carries for six six yards and a touchdown rushing um his career journey has been interesting though yeah he spent a couple years with Pitt, spent 2022 with tennessee signed with cleveland before the 2023 offseason or during the 2023 offseason, then was traded from Cleveland to Arizona prior to week one, started eight games for Arizona before being traded to Minnesota at the trade deadline, where he stepped in and got Minnesota the W. He's speedrunning a journeyman quarterback Did career right now. Did you see the video of the locker room right after when he walked in? The whole team just went nuts for him. Yeah. I mean, he, and he's a charismatic guy. I mean, uh, he has, uh, you know, that... Uh, What's what I'm looking for? A signature look, you know, because he has the alopecia. Yeah. So, like, he has a look to him. You know, I, he has what it I takes. I follow him on TikTok. He's hilarious. His videos are awesome. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's also worth noting that he has a college degree in rocket science. Literally, like, a yeah. college degree in rocket science. So, learning a uh, a playbook for an NFL team in less than a week probably isn't the most difficult thing he's had no. to you know, do in his No, but his I, he's, he's had to do it. Year after year, he's sitting here learning new playbooks, trying to get an opportunity, and he's going to make the most of it. I think, uh, I think this kind of guy that Minnesota needed right right after the um, the injury to Kirk. Yeah, I texted my group checks. One of uh, one of my buddies is a big Vikings fan. And I said, "Listen, Kyler's coming back. Josh Dobbs is out there. I think he's a perfect fit." They went out and traded for him, um, and I, I think he is a perfect fit. Is the guy that. They're pushing for the playoffs. Um, this team, they've got a solid team, and they've gone through ups and downs already this year, and they were kind of the same way last year, just had a lot of one-score wins. But they've got a good team. You're going to be getting Justin Jefferson back maybe this week, probably the following hopefully, week. Hopefully this week. But, yeah, I mean, listen, Dobbs could be the guy to give them that push. Yeah, and, and you know, he also brings a new element to the offense that Kirk Cousins never really did, and that's the mobility. Yeah. You know, Kirk Cousins was strictly a pocket passer, and a, a great one at that. But now Josh Dobbs, I mean, he not only has this mobility, can scramble out of the pocket like we saw 
you know, seven carries, six, six yards, and a rushing touchdown. But um, he also has that clutch gene, it, it, it looks like, from what we've seen. You know, I think he was victim to poor coaching and just a poor uh, offensive surrounding in Arizona. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, but even then, he still looked decent for the Cardinals. Hey, as of right now, in fantasy, he's the number nine PPR quarterback. Um, I don't know why I brought up PPR. It doesn't matter for quarterbacks, but whatever. Uh, he's got seventeen over seventeen hundred yards, ten touchdowns, five interceptions. Has six lost fumbles. So I mean, the turnovers. Uh, eh. I mean, Cardinals' O line was really bad. So yeah, a lot of those fumbles are because of that. I mean, he's taken he, he's taken twenty sacks already this year. Um, but you're stepping into a great offense. Yeah, you've got um, a really good offense. Um, you, you have a, a top. I'd say. It's fair to say Minnesota is a top ten offensive line in the league right now. Yep. Um, you have you should like you said should be getting Justin Jefferson back. So you'll have Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison who looks great. Really good. And uh, TJ Hawkinson, Hawkinson who is a top five tight end in the league. I mean, running back is a little weak. Especially um, the injury to Cam Akers. Yeah, especially with Cam Akers That's being tough, out for man. the year. Another torn Achilles for him. Yeah, I mean he's he's likely done. But I mean Madison has started to show some flashes. Um, he, he took a little while to get going, but I mean, he hasn't been horrendous by any means. He's, no, he's the been, only area where he's horrendous is on the goal line. Yeah. I mean, and then again, it, it, it stinks that the trade deadline's over. Cause you know, at this point you, they probably could have benefited from going out and getting somebody, you know, like bring, maybe well, bring Dalvin Cook back. There was a guy, <laughs> I know there were, well, there was a guy sitting out there. They had a perfect goal line guy. Um, he was snagged up by the bills. Yeah. For now. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, listen, Josh Dobbs, to answer your question, is he actually legit? I'm going to go with yes. Yeah. Um, I think he's a legitimate NFL starting quarterback. I don't think he's going to be a top-tier starting quarterback, but I think he's a guy that could plug and play. I think he's a guy that's going to come in. He he wants to win. It's clear. And he's going to do everything he can to win games for this Vikings team. And who knows? Yeah, I'm not, gonna, I'm not trying to jump the gun here, but – you know, say he does come in and he does, you know, get Minnesota a playoff berth and, and helps them deliver that. And, you know, say he even wins a playoff game with them. Now you have Kirk Cousins a free agent after this year. Josh Jobs is a free agent after this year. But they're they're probably going to perform too well to be in that, you know, top range of picks to, yes, to draft a quarterback 100%. in 2024. So maybe you take a risk on somebody that's more of a developmental guy, like a Shador Sanders. And maybe you bring back Josh Dobbs after the season if you saw success with him in that system and move on from Kirk Cousins. I mean, Kirk Cousins is, what, 35, 36? He's getting up there in age. Uh, Josh Dobbs is somebody that he can be a bridge quarterback. We've shown that he can be efficient. He, Like you said, he looks legit, and he can be a good mentor for one of these young guys coming in. So I, I think Minnesota's in a really good situation with their quarterbacks right now, um, despite the injury to Kirk Cousins. Yeah, no, I completely agree. All right, moving on. Um, we'll, we'll stay in that, that same, same division. division. We got Green Bay dominated the Rams. Um, the Matt Staffordless Rams, but yeah. still dominated them. Um, Green Bay got their third win of the season. Jordan Love looked improved. Um, still has no protection or offensive weapons outside of Aaron Jones, really. Yeah. Uh, for the Rams, though, I I did make a mistake last week. I, I said John Wolford was their quarterback. He's not. It was Brett Rippon. Um, I yeah. got those mixed up in my head. I know Wolford used to be with the Rams. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, like you said, yeah. I mean, Jordan Love, he has had, like, no time to throw. The offensive line has been horrible. They really are missing Bakhtiari. But Bakhtiari might, might be done for, the, yeah. the like, his career. Um, yeah. uh, and, I mean, Christian Watson, 
he had uh, at least one bad drop that I saw. Um, you know, watching red zone, it, it's hard I mean, to... That's uh, still his issue, though. The drops right. are going to be there for him. I mean, and Romeo Dobbs is... He's decent, but he's a wide receiver three. No, and they, they needed Watson and Dobbs to take big strides this year, and you haven't seen that from either of them. Right, but it's also <laughs> hard when Jordan Love is at his own struggles as well. Yeah. You know, uh, with, with his passing accuracy. It, his but, is the turnovers. He's thrown eight picks already, and yeah. he's got to limit that if they want to be successful. But, I mean, I, I don't know if you watch uh, Kurt Bankert break down some of the quarterback's films. But no, he, I actually he, don't. I he, like him, though. He, he breaks down Jordan Love a lot, mm. and... um. He was his teammate for a while. Yeah, and he he's had nothing but praise the last couple of weeks for Jordan Love. Um, apparently, like Jordan Love's played really, really well, like from a technical standpoint. It's just his lack of weapons and protection has you know really hindered his playing ability. But that's that's another guy. Kurt Benkert's actually genius. Yeah, you ever, like listening to him talk, he's uh, he knows he knows stuff. he knows the game. He loves the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'll, t- I'll take his word. Yeah, I saw him break down Will Levis um, after, not this last week, the week before. Yeah. And uh, that, that was really interesting to watch because, um, I mean, it, it was a lot of the th- things that I noticed about Will Levis in college that I didn't really know how to explain. Like mm-hmm. a lot of his tendencies that he had a great uh, way of putting into words. But uh, going back to Green Bay, um, you know, they, they only do have one weapon, that's Aaron Jones, and they've been without him for majority of the season. Um but he's finally healthy again, and you know they they said they're going to let him loose. They kind of did, um, and I mean Jones had a decent day. He uh, what twenty carries, seventy three rushing yards, and touchdown uh, with four catches and twenty six receiving yards. They utilize him, and look what happens. They win. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I I think he's a big part of that offense, especially with a young, you know, unexperienced quarterback and you know lacking weapons. Uh, and uh, another guy that stepped up too was uh, Luke Musgrave. He had a, a yeah. nice touchdown. I think he has three catches for over fifty yards. So um, Green Bay, I I don't know. There's the whole stigma surrounding them of is Jordan Love really the guy? And I think you kind of need to give him one more year if it's up to me. And, yeah, I mean, and, and give him something to work with. That, well, that's the issue though. It's still the Packers. Are they going to build a team around them? That's true. And we said the same thing for years, even when they had Aaron Rodgers. And yeah. Aaron Rodgers, you got an MVP quarterback. You you can't expect that out of Jordan Love to go out there with nothing around him to perform. Right. You could expect that out of a guy like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Sure, it's unfair because he's been there his entire career to build a team around him. Mm-hmm. But you can't expect that with Jordan Love. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty comparable to like Mahomes, so to say. You know, the Mahomes yeah. situation where you know Mahomes had to sit the year and he comes out, but then. You know, look at what Mahomes had to come out to. He had Tyreek Hill going Travis into Kelsey. his whatever year um, in the league. He was still pretty young, Tyreek Hill. Yeah, Travis Kelsey as well. Um, so, I mean, you have two great receiving threats there. Jordan Love has Luke Musgrave and Christian Watson as his wide receiver one, his tight end one. And, and I mean, one's a rookie. The other one is struggling with developing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I just I, – I, I think – the Packers need to give Love another chance. Yeah. Um, I just want to give a quick shout-out to the Browns' defense. Um, they allowed a total of 58 yards to the Cardinals' weak offense. Uh, forced f- three turnovers, one pick, two fumbles, and had seven sacks on the day. Um, this is their second game this year, allowing under 100 yards. That's wow. pretty wild. Yeah, I mean, they've been really, really good this year. And uh, I believe it's Jim Schwartz, their D.C., right? I think so, right? Yeah, the former... Uh, 
former Philly DC. He, he's really good. Um, I mean, yeah, but he is. He, he's ha- having experienced him as you know a defensive coordinator on my team. He's going to have weeks like this where the defense looks legit and locked down. Yeah. But then there's also going to be weeks where he's exposed and, you know, the, like uh, well, I Cleveland think played happened, Indy. Well, I also think that happens this week coming up. We'll talk about that game. It's going to be yeah. a good game. So, I mean, he, he, he has a tendency to run like a soft zone defense. Yeah. And he's usually pretty weak over the middle. But I think that weakness has been covered up by um, the Browns linebackers there. Yeah. I and mean, they have some pretty solid linebackers. So, um, there's some injury news this week. Yeah, big time. Uh Danny Dimes uh, towards ACL. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's been a really tough year for Daniel Jones. Gets even worse. Uh, he went down with a non-contact right knee injury versus Las Vegas on Sunday. Yep. Uh, was confirmed to torn ACL. And Jones now finishes the 2023 season 1-5, 909 yards passing, two touchdowns to six interceptions with a 67.5 completion percentage. So, the only thing really good there is the completion percentage. But he also added 206 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. Uh, I mean, he that that offense was stagnant. I, I actually, I think stagnant is a, a compliment under Daniel Jones uh, this year. Uh, I mean, he one in five says it all. Um, he took 30 sacks in five games or six games, six games. That's true too. I mean, yeah, the, the offensive line was also atrocious, but. Yeah. I mean, if you're Daniel Jones, you you just got paid $40 million. Yeah, he, he signed a four-year, $160 million contract in the offseason with $82 million guaranteed. Um, I mean, you you got to bring some sort of success to the offense. I mean, it, it, even if he had six touchdowns to six interceptions, it would have sounded much better. Yeah. I mean, the, the 67.5 completion percentage, that's not awful. No, it's really not terrible. I mean... That touchdown and interception ratio is really bad, though. Yeah, and, I mean, <clears throat> and the fact that that was in six games, so he he was averaging a uh, interception a game. Yeah, but he he wasn't even averaging a touchdown a game. Yeah, I mean that's that says a lot about the the offensive struggles for Daniel Jones this year. Um, but I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised to see the Giants try to get out of this forty million dollar a year contract. And to target a quarterback in 2024's quarterback heavy draft class. I mean, they're kind of screwed. It's not like somebody's going to trade for Daniel Jones now. No, I mean, you you almost have to, you know, uh, keep him on the, the roster for another year until you're yeah. able to get an opt out of that contract. Yeah. And then, uh, th- then I feel like you, the, your guarantees kind of out there. You, you you eat the dead cap. Well, and then the issue on. is going forward for this year. Now they don't have options. Tyrod Taylor's likely to be out for the year with the broken ribs. Yeah. Um, Tommy DeVito's the next man up, and he's looked really, really bad. Yeah, I mean, he was a UDFA, right? Yeah. I mean, you can't expect a UDFA to come out looking like Tony Romo every, and, and their, every time. their backup is uh, Matt Barkley. Yeah, who they just um, signed to the practice squad last week. I thought he retired about 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, And then, yeah, I mean, you wrote this here. Giants might not win another game this year. Yeah, I don't think that's an exaggeration at all. I mean, I th- I think their 2023 season is, is done for. It is. Um, but I mean, hey, if you're able to, w- what's their record right now? They have two uh, two wins. Uh, did they two and six? Oh, NFC or two and, two and seven? Two and seven. Yeah. So I mean, two wins. Hey, if if you're able to finish the season two and fifteen, 
you're probably in contention for one of those top picks. Oh, 100%. I yeah. mean, if they can get Drake May or Caleb Williams, uh, I mean, that then all of a sudden the, the franchise is in a, a better direction than where it is now. 100%. Um, and, and one thing you also have to take into account, too, I mean, like you, you had mentioned the offensive line, but they've also been without Andrew Thomas for, yeah. like, all se- all season. Um, you know, getting... Uh, a, a quarterback, like a rookie quarterback, like a Drake May or a Caleb Williams, and you have that franchise left tackle already. You know the, the offensive line has been super injured all the year. Even if you add one more piece to that, you know it's the the only way you can go is up from here. Yeah, is is what I'm trying to say. Um, if you're a Giants fan, I mean, there's you know uh, brighter sunsets on the horizon. So yeah. Um, speaking of rookie quarterbacks. Uh, one one of them balled out this week. C.J. Stroud is legit. He went 30-42, 470 yards and five touchdowns. He set the single-game passing yards record for a rookie. Um, he continues to show why he's the best rookie in the quarterback class. Um, he's making all of his wide receivers around him look better. Tank Dell, Nico Collins, Dalton Schultz had a big day. Um, on the year, he's thrown for uh, 22 Almost 2,300 yards, 14 touchdowns, and only one interception. Wow. I mean, the 14 touchdowns, 2,200 yards. I mean, the, yeah, that, that's impressive. But the one interception yes. is what I, you know, keep going back to every time I see that. Because, I mean, that just means he's not making mistakes. He's, and, and, and when he's, you're a rookie, you, you're, you're given that mulligan. You're allowed to make those mistakes. Yeah. And he's not making those mistakes. Yeah. Um, that's the thing. He's, he's protecting the ball. He's slinging it downfield and the Texans are four and four in second place in the AFC North. And I mean, who knows? Yeah. I Well, and their, their defense has been playing decent. I mean, it, it led up a ton of points this past week, but I mean, um, it, it's, it's looked improved from where it was at last year. Big time. Um, I mean, I don't know where their defensive rating is at. I, I would need to go and look, but, um, they've got to be middle of the pack. At the very least, um, I mean, Demeco Ryan's looks like he's a, a really good coach, mm-hmm. and I I could not have foreseen uh, this amount of success this quick for Houston. Yeah, I'm just looking back at uh, C.J. Stroud's stats at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um, in his two seasons there, he had touchdown interception ratio uh, 44 to six and 41 to six. So I mean, that's been his thing. He protects the ball. He doesn't make those stupid plays. Um, he doesn't make bad decisions downfield, which he's showing in the league, which is, I think, huge. Um, going like you can put up those numbers in college all you want to show that kind of poise in the NFL is huge. It is, yeah. I mean, I, I think you're right. I think as of right now, he's definitely the best quarterback out of that draft class, big time. Um, which is ironic because I mean, you you look at the the top four quarterbacks out of that draft class. You know, you have C.J. Stroud, who who's Looked like the best. He's he's looked amazing. Anthony's been bad. Well, I was gonna I was gonna get that. Anthony Richardson, you know, had his his season cut short, but he, he had some moments in there. He had he had a lot of great moments. I mean, he he was definitely a playmaker. Is big time what he what he showed he could be. Um, and he looked um a lot better than a lot of people thought he was going to coming in the league. And you know, now Will Levis, we've only seen two games. Uh. I mean, the first game from Levis was amazing. The second game, not, not so, so amazing. But but also the offensive line was in and out with injuries. Yeah. All game. I don't know if you watched that the game on Thursday, 
but the the offensive line was horrible, and um, I I mean Levis had zero time to throw. Yeah. So I mean, and he only had one interception, and that was at the end of the game on the last drive. Yeah. So I, Levis doesn't look to be horrible, but then you have Bryce Young, who is the number one overall pick, and he's looked the worst out of all of them. Um, which is ironic because he was the number one overall pick, and Carolina traded a ton of assets up to get him. Yeah, he's got 1,300 yards, um, eight touchdowns, seven interceptions. Yeah, I mean, and what's Carolina's record right now? One and seven. One and seven. So, and they don't even own their first overall pick this year. <laughs> no. Chicago does. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I, I just wanted to point that out, that, I mean, almost every quarterback of those top four has been successful or shown some sort of flash aside from Bryce Young. Yeah. Well, I mean, Bryce Young, when he played C.J. Stroud last week, he looked decent, but, I mean, he, he hasn't looked like a playmaker like the other three have. Yeah. Um. So, I just, yeah, I thought that was worth noting. And uh, then, Yeah, I think – oh, yeah, we have one more uh, one thing to cover. Yeah. Cincy last night. Yeah. Um. Big win. <clears throat> I, I, I predicted Cincy to win. Um. Just because I mean they've been hot, they, Buffalo has not. Uh, but since he has now beaten Buffalo the last two times they faced off, they put, beat him in the playoffs last year, right? Yep. And uh, they just beat him last night. Uh, I mean, since he's playing red hot football at the right time, um, they started one and three. They're now five and three. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, they like I said, they're getting hot at the right time, and and Buffalo is kind of the opposite. Um, yeah, I mean, they've struggled the last several weeks, and that's shown in their five and four record. Yeah, but we can jump in our our top or, or sorry our week ten picks. Um, just a quick week nine recap. Uh, it, it was just me last week, so I went nine and four. Um, before Monday night football, we're recording this on on Monday, so uh, we don't know, know the result of that that Jets game yet. Um, but that brings me to eighty four and fifty on the year, which is a sixty two point six eight percent. I am seventy four and forty seven, which is a sixty one point one five percent. So I'm I'm up. Listen, just these are some good numbers, though. Percent and a half, yeah, they're not bad. <clears throat> uh, Starting out, so we got Carolina at Chicago on Thursday night football. Yeah, um, I just hope both teams have fun. <laughs> I I really I I don't know how to make a pick for this game. Um. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Chicago. Let's, let's go with Chicago. Um. Don't want to talk about this game for too long because it's going to be, uh, it's going to be something. Um, yeah, I, I'm also going Chicago. Um, I mean, Justin Fields might be back. Uh, even if he's not, I still think Chicago wins. Uh, their defense. I mean, I didn't address this last week, but Montez Sweat got traded to yeah. Chicago from Washington, um, and and they signed him right away to a, a big de- a yeah. big contract. It was like four years. 90 mil or something. Yeah, before he even played a snap for them. Right. So, I mean, that shows how confident they are in him as an edge rusher. But, um, you know, Chicago's defense isn't the worst. They might be getting fields back. I already talked about how Bryce Young has been playing very poor this year. I like Chicago at home on Thursday night. Yeah, I like it. Um, next game, uh, kicking off Sunday, we got a Germany game again. We got Indy at New uh, New England, the Patriots. Um, I'm going to go with Indy here. Yeah, uh, I'm also taking Indianapolis. Uh, I mean, Gardner Minshew's been doing good enough to yeah. keep Indian games. Taylor's looking really good. 
it, Taylor, yeah, Taylor's looking good. Uh, it still pisses me off that Zach Moss is eating into his, his yeah. uh, you know, carries. But, I'm with you. Uh, but I, I think Indy's been playing pretty solid football, too. What's their record right now? Give me one second. Um, I mean, Indy's, what are they, like? They're four, four and four, five. Four, four and, and five. five. So, I mean, they're, they're right there on the cusp, too, uh, uh, like with, with Houston. So, I mean, they're they're still playing for something. New England, on the other hand. Two and seven. Two and seven. Um, One of the worst teams in football. Yeah, I mean, it depends what team's going to show up. Yeah, it's... But I, I got to lean Indianapolis here. I'm with you. Houston at Cincy? Yeah, um, I'm going with Cincy. I'm, now I'm not. I'm going with Houston. Houston, okay. I'm going Houston on the road. Um, I mean, I could see this being a trap game because, yeah. you know, since he's been playing so hot, they're, right. they're kind of due to lose. I I can't go against Houston. They're like they're like my new favorite team. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, man, I you make a great point with that. Um but but I I'm still going Cincy at home. Uh, they've been playing really hot. I'm going to take them until they show any signs of cooling down. Um, I think this is a big Jamar Chase game. I think I it's about that. I, I could see that. T Higgins had a big game last night, um, and Jamar Chase had a pretty quiet game out yeah. there. So I, I I think Jamar Chase eats up, uh, and Cincy wins. I like it. Uh, New Orleans at Minnesota. I'm going to go with Minnesota here. Josh Dobbs coming in. Um, he's got the week to prepare now, and it, I just can't bet against him. Yeah, I'm I'm also going um, Minnesota. I, I I think Josh Dobbs is going to bring, like I said, a, a whole new element to this offense. Yeah. And New Orleans has been so up and down. Uh, another team you don't know what they're you're going to get week in and week out. Uh, Minnesota's defense has been playing improved the last couple weeks too yeah uh, i mean uh brian flores is their dc i believe and, and yeah he is he's been blitzing like crazy danielle hunter has looked I, really I think, good i think flores blitzes more than any other dc or any they blitz does, more than yeah. any other defense in the league is what i was trying to get at wow words yep. are hard <laughs> so yeah no i'm i'm taking minnesota at home yeah uh green bay at pitt um, I think this is another game where Pitt wins by about a score. Um, listen, they're they're not doing enough on offense to convince me that they're like an elite team. Defense is doing enough to keep them in the games, and they have a negative point differential, yet they still have a winning record. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Green, Green Bay's, uh, despite this win this last week, they did play the Rams without Matthew Stafford. Right. Um, I th- I think if Stafford had played, the, the game's going a whole different direction. I completely agree. Green Bay has not been playing good football. No. no Pitt hasn't really been either, but um, I think Pitt's defense is just going to keep winning them games. Yeah. Uh, despite any offensive struggles, I got to lean Pitt at home. Yeah. Pitt and their negative 30 point differential and 5-3 and three record. Yeah, nice. I mean, but it's Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin's always going to be right there on the cusp Listen, of the playoffs. Listen, get rid of Matt Canada and this team's elite. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I, I, Kenny Pickett hasn't really done anything to impress me, though. I, I don't think he has any room for development with Matt Canada as the offensive coordinator. And That's I fair. feel bad for Pittsburgh fans because 
they've got a really solid team, really good young weapons on offense, really good defense. They improved their O-line in the offseason. And you don't really know what you have in Kenny Pickett. Maybe he's not the guy, but Canada's holding him back, and he's holding that offense back, I think. Yeah, I mean, T.J. Watt again on a tear. He has nine and a half sacks this year. He's just unbelievable. Um, Yeah, give me Pitt. Uh, Next, we have Tennessee at Tampa Bay. Yeah, I'm going to go with Tennessee on the road here. I think uh, Will Levis has a bounce-back game after a loss. Um, I think he comes out and has a big game with DeAndre Hopkins again. Yeah, um, I I could definitely see that. Tampa Bay's defense has been letting up a lot of points. Um, Baker Mayfield has started to come back down to earth. And I... You Baker's, yeah, Baker's really not that bad. He was 21 of 30, 265, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, yeah, but he's not he's not playing as, as uh, electric as he was at the yeah, start of the I guess. season. On, on the year, he's got almost 1,900 yards, 12 touchdowns, four picks. He's protecting the ball. He He's really not the reason. I think their defense has been letting them down a ton. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I guess the, the little I've saw of the Tampa Bay game, it just it seemed like I'm still a Baker truther at heart. Um, I don't know why. It's just something about me. I just want him to be successful, and maybe maybe I'm just clinging on to that. But I like Baker, and I, I don't really think he's the main issue there. I think they have a lot of – they don't have a ton of talent. No, I mean, and it's almost like they're patched together, that team, that Tampa Bay team. Yeah. They have a lot of holes with a lot of Band-Aids. Well, and... they, they had Brady holding them together. Right, <laughs> which, right. So no, I mean you're right. Baker isn't the problem, but I still don't think he's been playing uh, as electrifying as he, he was to start the season. That's fair. But I I, I am a Will Levis truther. Yeah, I, I think Will I, Levis. I am too. I think Will Levis is going to be a really good quarterback in this league. Um, Let's go Mayo, man. Yeah, he had, he had a really tough matchup against Pittsburgh on Thursday night. Yeah, uh, I think he turns it around. Uh, and bounces back against Tampa. Yeah, I think he lights up that defense. Uh, also, one thing did we? I don't think we mentioned how the Indian New England game was in Germany. Yeah, I said another Germany. Oh, oh game. did we? I okay, think, all right. Yeah, maybe I didn't. I don't know. But yeah, I, that I one should, is in Germany. Uh, it's worth noting. Yeah, I don't like all these international games. Maybe I'm just like a boomer. But like, I uh, no, I mean, I I don't I don't hate them because I mean, nothing better than waking up, making breakfast, and watching. Yeah, football. I mean that's fair, but I don't know. I mean, I, I think sprinkled throughout the season is okay. I, think, I wouldn't want it every week. I think it hurts, like, the the level of football that we get, though. It seems like every time we get an overseas game, it starts off very slow. All the offenses are very sluggish. Well, yeah, I mean, you had, you had Miami versus Kansas City that was very sluggish. But also, I think it's worth noting that Kansas City's been having a uh, – their defense has been playing really well this season. That is true. I mean, KC has a top-10 defense in the league. Yeah. So, I – I don't know. I mean, I, th- I think that's there's some partial truth to that. I think you know whether it's jet lag or just a different environment or whatever. Yeah, it definitely is you know affecting the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. Um, but I think we've still had some good games come out of the. No, they're always pretty good games, but I don't know. I just don't really like them. Yeah, like I said, I wouldn't want them every weekend. Yeah, I agree. I think we've had too many this year. I think that's the issue for me. Yeah, probably. What, the two London games, the two Germany games? I thought it was three London games. Or was it, yeah, it was three straight London games, and then... There was the yeah, Mexico game. two of them for Jacksonville. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the Mexico game. Wait, I, which, that's not overseas, but still the same yeah. concept yeah. of uh, playing in a different environment. Uh, yeah, I don't know. 
Moving on, San Fran at Jacksonville. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting one. I'm going to go with San Fran. I think they bounce back after their bye. They're getting Debo back. I think that's a big piece of their offense. Yep. Um, and, yeah, I, I just got to go San Fran. I think this has got to be their get-right game. Um, I'm leaning Jacksonville. Just be, I mean, San Fran. They've looked bad. They've looked really bad. You can't really put it any other way. They've looked really bad. I I think a lot of that is because of the offensive line and not having Trent Williams. But I also think Jacksonville's been playing really well. Um, I think this is going to be a really good game. I agree. Uh, And whenever it's it's a close matchup for me personally, I always try to look at the quarterback matchups. And I just think Trevor Lawrence is by far a, a better quarterback than Brock Purdy. I think Brock Purdy's in the better system. Yeah. But I think Trevor Lawrence is more talented, and I, I I just think Jacksonville edges this out by like a field goal. I can I, see it. I like Jacksonville at home. Well, that's the other thing too. Despite the bye, San Fran's also traveling East Coast. Yeah. So I think that may also have a, a heavy effect on that. Uh, next up, we have Cleveland at Baltimore. Two really good defenses. And Baltimore's been playing lights out. Yeah, I got to go Baltimore here. What are they? The seven and two. Yeah. Um, I I think they. I think they put up a, a big number on a, on a good defense. I mean, these two teams always play each other really well and really hard. Um, Deshaun Watson's back. So, um, I mean, Cleveland's definitely going to play Baltimore hard with Watson back. Um, but I, Baltimore's been playing really, really good football. i got to go Baltimore. I, 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 again, this is another team i got to keep going with, you know, the, the team that's hot until they're not. Yeah. Um, Atlanta at Arizona. Uh, this is another one. I hope both teams have fun. Um, <laughs> I, I got to go Atlanta here. Uh, Cardinals. I the, the the thing is Kyler's going to be playing, and you don't know what you're going to get out of him because we haven't seen him in so long. Um, are you going to get a Kyler Murray that's going to be comfortable making plays with his legs, or is he going to be a little more hesitant and try to keep that knee safe and stay more in the pocket? Because if you get the Kyler that's going to be scrambling and making plays, Arizona wins this game. Mm-hmm. But if Kyler is forced to stay in the pocket and forces himself to stay in the pocket, that O line is going to collapse and it's going to be a long day for them. So I like Arizona here because they're getting Murray back. Yeah. Um, but they're also getting James Conner back. Is Conner back? James Conner is eligible to return. He's ahead oh. of schedule with his knee. He's looked great, apparently, huh. and so he's going to be back as well. So I, I think, not only are you adding, you know, a, a competent quarterback, you know, back to your roster, but you also have. I'm changing my pick. You also have two, you know, great additions to the run game. Something that they've been kind of lacking ever since Jim Conner was, yeah. was, was gone. Oh, 100 percent. Um, Dean Mercado did okay. Keontae Ingram was pretty bad, but like. But but I mean, James Conner, a healthy James Conner is, is a. a playmaker yeah and so i mean same with kyler murray and so you're he's adding, been a playmaker this season james connor was really good before his injury yes yeah, so you're adding two playmakers back to this offense especially in the run game um atlanta's defense has been solid but they haven't been able to, to score that much yeah on the offensive side of the ball and they have a huge hole at quarterback um arizona's i mean I think it's going to be an interesting matchup because it's going to be Arizona's offense versus Atlanta's defense. Because, I mean, Arizona has a weak defense. Atlanta kind of has a weak offense yeah. because of their lack of quarterback. I think this should be a really good game, but I th- I think Arizona edges it out. Yeah, I'm going to go Arizona too. I'm switching my pick. Uh, I didn't realize James Conner was coming back. Yeah, yeah, no. Apparently he could have been back like last week. 
Um, but because he was on IR, right. uh, yeah, he yeah. had to wait. Huh. All right, Arizona it is. Uh, Detroit at the Chargers. Um, like we said, we're recording on Monday, so we don't know what happened um, in the Chargers-Jets game. Um, let's pretend the Chargers lost that game. Probably. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm assuming they are because the, the Jets have a really good defense um, and Chargers <laughs> have Brandon Staley as a head coach. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to jinx it. But, yeah. Well, we'll for, for the sake of this podcast, we're going to pretend they're coming off a loss. Um, either way, I I'm got still Detroit. Going Detroit yeah. I got Detroit either way. I think De- Detroit's coming off a bye. Um, it's going to be a big game for Amon Ross St. Brown. I hope so. <laughs> uh, I'm a big uh, Amon Ross fan. I mean, Detroit has had a, a very, very high-powered offense, yeah. and their defense hasn't been too too shabby. And, uh, I mean, the Chargers underperformed all season up until this point. Yeah. I, I mean, this should be a clear-cut winner. I mean, uh, do, do I think Detroit blows them out? Yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> all right, I like it. Um, Giants at Dallas – Speaking of blowouts, uh, Dallas is going to do nasty things to the Giants that shouldn't be on TV. Yeah. Um, Dallas is going to be taking out all of their frustrations yeah. from this their loss to Philly on the Giants this Dak week. Dak might throw for 600. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't <laughs> I don't think this is fair to even be televising this game. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Giants fans. Um, Th- that one's going to be ugly. Um, and I, I mean... It's going to be a repeat of week one times two. Yeah. Was um, it week one? It was week one, right? Uh, they played? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. what was it, 40, 40 nothing? Nothing? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. No, I, 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 don't, I don't think New York really shows up to this. Yeah. Dallas has a really, really good defense. Yep. Giants have no offense. Uh, yeah. Outside of Barkley, you know, all you got to do for Dallas now is you just stack the box. Tommy DeVito's not going to make throws. I'm right. sorry. Yeah, it's yeah, not I mean, even it's not yeah. even a knock on him being bad. It's just it actually it is. Um <laughs> moving on. Washington at Seattle. I gotta go Seattle here. Um Washington's coming off a, a good win against New England, a team they should beat. Um they took care of business. But going into Seattle's just so tough and we've we've talked about it for the last two years. Um going to Seattle's just a completely different environment and it's so hard to beat the Seahawks there. Yeah, I mean the twelfth man is real. Uh, I mean, you're entirely right. Seattle at home, hard to beat, and Washington. I mean, I, I'm actually surprised they beat New England because they traded away their two best defensive yeah. players before the game. Yeah. So I mean, Washington has like no pass rush. Um, yeah, you got Jonathan Gino- Allen who, up up the middle, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, Geno Smith's going to have all day to throw. Yeah. I think he picks apart Washington here. I can see it, too. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I, I really like Seattle at home. Um, the Sunday night football, we got the Jets at the Raiders. Um, I'm going to go with the Jets here. Uh, I think the defense wins us that game. Um, it's going to be a defensive battle. It's going to be a low-scoring game. Um, yeah, I, just, the I don't think Vegas's offense is good enough to put up the points against us. Well, I mean, now you're rocking with Aiden O'Connell. Yeah. And you, so you have a rookie, what, fifth-round quarterback? Yeah. Or sixth-round, something like that, playing against a top, I'd say, five defense in the league? Probably a top-five defense. I think that's pretty safe to say. Um, Bias aside, like, they're, I mean, they're a good defense. I, 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 just, I think 
the Jets' defense is is again. This is one of the teams that their defense is going to win them games, kind of mm-hmm. like Pittsburgh. Yep. I, I don't think the offensive product is going to matter as long as you can limit the turnovers. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, I think the Jets Jets win this outright. Uh, then we got Monday Night Football. We got Denver at Buffalo. Um, this get this got to be a bounce back game for Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, they've looked, they've been very inconsistent, and they've got a pretty bad. You know what, Denver? They've just been so up and down. It's so weird. One week they'll they look have. really good and have a lot of flashes, and then the next week they look like the worst team in football. So you, you don't know what Denver you're going to get, but I think this is a game where Buffalo wins it regardless. This has to be a statement game for Buffalo, big time. Um, and if in any realm of possibility. There's a Buffalo loss. Um, there's going to be riots. I mean, uh, yeah. uh, Buffalo. Buffalo is too good of a team to be five and five. Yeah. Um, I, it's, I know they've had injuries in their secondary, but again, next man up, right? Like that's what you. Yeah. It, it's it, it's football. You, you, you need it's a team sport. You know, one player shouldn't really be able to hinder you that much, especially on defense. Um, I mean, Buffalo needs to come out, and they need to win this game by twenty plus. Yeah, I agree. Uh, people, uh, teams on buys this week are Kansas City, um, LA, the Rams, uh, the Dolphins, and my Philadelphia Eagles. Who uh, just shout out Eagles? They are eight and one and have the best record in the league. Very nice. I'm I'm, I'm happy for you. I appreciate it. Who's your loss to? Oh man, um, I don't remember actually. <laughs> I, you can enlighten me after the podcast. Okay. All right. Uh, time for a waiver wire watch before we wrap it up. Um, not a ton of names on here. I mean, uh, this part, this this far into the season, I mean, almost anybody that's of significant value, that's not like a cuff, yeah, is, has been picked up. I mean, yeah, unless there's a major injury, right? Which th- there really hasn't been. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, first one we got Josh Dobbs, only owned in twenty percent of leagues. Uh, we talked about, or I touched on it already. He is quarterback nine so far this year. He's going to be getting the start probably going forward for the rest of the year in a good offense. That's probably getting Justin Jefferson back this week. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you can't not pick him up if he's out there and you you need a quarterback, grab him. Yeah, I mean, especially with with buys coming up this week. Um, get, you know, you're without Patrick Mahomes to attack about. Loa and uh, Jalen Hurts, yeah, are the notable quarterbacks on buys this week. And Stafford, if you had him, yeah. So I mean, there's very real possibility you need a quarterback. Yeah. And Dobbs is one of those guys, like you said, owned 20 percent of sleeper leagues. Uh, we should probably mention the other quarterback too on this list, uh, which is Kyler Murray. He's back. Yeah. Um, he's only owned in 60 percent of sleeper leagues. Uh, only he he is uh, owned in a lot of sleeper leagues. Yeah, he's but, available in 40 percent of leagues. So I mean. If he's out there, I I think it's worth a shot. I mean, he's making a season's debut for struggling Cardinals team, but I mean, this also increases the value of guys like Hollywood Brown and Trent McBride. Yeah, but I mean, big time. I I think Kyler Murray's mobility and his his, his scramble ability alone, I mean, makes him in that quarterback one conversation easily. Um, yeah, I mean, and if if he hasn't been stashed yet, I definitely go and try to make a, a claim for him. Yeah, another guy, if he hasn't been already added, Jahan Dotson. He's rostered in 68% of leagues, so he may not be out there. But he's put up back-to-back weeks of uh, top 10 fantasy receiver. And he also has over eight targets in his last three games. Yeah. which uh, And for a, a team that's been passing the ball like crazy. They aired out a ton. I mean, Sam Howell has been putting up 
you know, pretty decent stats too. Yeah. I mean, he's got the arm. Yeah. He's got the arm to stretch it downfield. He's. It's crazy because Washington may have their franchise in Sam Howell. They the really been, might. The way that he's been playing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then our last guy on the waiver wire watch, we got Kate Otten. Coming off a game, he had six catches, 70 yards, and two tutties. Um, yeah, I mean, he's had at least six targets each of the last three weeks. He's not getting a ton of big plays, but, I mean, get down in the red zone. He's got he's going to be the guy. He's 6'5", two, uh, 247. He's a big boy. Get him the ball in the yeah. red zone. Um, I mean, I know you have Mike Evans, so it's kind of tough to right. say that. But. But, but Evans, the last couple of weeks, he, people have been double covering him, and, and he's been yeah. he's been getting you know the the star treatment. So yeah, um, I think Kate Otten is that that next guy in the red zone. So yeah, I, I, I totally I, agree. And, and you know, like you mentioned only owned in ten percent of sleeper leagues. Yeah. So uh, you know, if you're in a pitcher tight end, maybe you had Dallas Goddard who broke his arm. Maybe you have Kelsey who's on a bye, or someone like Tyler Higby. You know. Now's the time to go out and get. Yeah, pro- you probably get don't on. have Durham Smythe. Yeah, probably not. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. sleeper there, Durham Smythe. Watch, he's gonna he'll score three touchdowns. Yeah, uh, it'll next, be the, next week. Durham Smythe breakout game because <laughs> we said something. But uh, that's gonna wrap us up. Yeah, make sure to check us out on social media. We're at Icepath Sports on Instagram and TikTok at Icepath Pod on Twitter slash X, and you can check out the video version of this episode on the Icepath Sports Podcast YouTube page. We'll see you guys next Tuesday. Well, we're still uploading these on Tuesdays. So we'll see you guys next Tuesday. And as always, stay stay cool. cool.